There we go, the beautiful strains of music which introduces us to the program as the sun sets. A very warm welcome to you from me, Father Emil. Yes, it's always lovely to get together in the evening at this time and sometimes, for some of you, a little bit later at 9 o'clock at night. But great to be with you at the end of the day, Tuesday evening. Thank you so much for joining me and let's just place ourselves in the presence of the Lord, thanking the Lord for all that has happened today. I hope it's been a good day for you. Maybe some things haven't gone as well as you would like them to have gone, but Nevertheless, let's just put it all in the hands of the Lord and say thank you to the Lord. But thank you very much for joining me, Father Emil, and let's begin by asking the Lord to be with us. O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. I want you to know 
I say, blessed are you if you are poor and lonely, for you will have your place with God in heaven. And when you my hand is on your shoulder Wherever you shall go There will I be Wherever you shall go There will I be You cannot serve both God and wealth. Psalm 48, The Uselessness of Riches Hear this, all you peoples. Give heed, all who dwell in the world. Men both low and high, rich and poor alike. My lips will speak words of wisdom. My heart is full of insight. I will turn my mind to a parable. And with a harp, I will solve my problem. Why should I fear in evil days, when the malice of the foes who surround me, men who trust in their wealth and boast of the vastness of their riches, for no man can buy his own ransom or pay a price to God for his life. The ransom of his soul is beyond him. He cannot buy life without end, nor avoid coming to the grave. He knows that wise men and fools must both perish and leave their wealth to others. Their graves are their homes forever, their dwelling place from age to age, though their names spread wide through the land. In his riches, man lacks wisdom, is like the beasts that are destroyed. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. You cannot serve both God and wealth. Store up treasure for yourselves in heaven, says the Lord. This is the lot of those who trust in themselves, who have others at their beck and call. Like sheep they are driven to the grave, where death shall be their shepherd, and the just shall become their rulers. With the morning, their outward show vanishes, and the grave becomes their home. But God will ransom me from death, and take my soul to himself. 
Then do not fear when a man grows rich, when the glory of his house increases. He takes nothing with him when he dies. His glory does not follow him below. Though he flooded himself while he lived, men will praise me for all my success. Yet he will go to join his fathers, who will never see the light anymore. In his riches, man lacks wisdom. He is like the beasts that are destroyed. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Store up treasure for yourselves in heaven, says the Lord. Worthy is the Lamb that was slain, to receive glory and honor. Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. Worthy are you, O Lord, to take the scroll and to open its seals. For you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed men for God from every tribe and tongue and people and nation. You have made us a kingdom and priests to our God, and we shall reign on earth. Worthy is the Lamb that was, who was slain to receive power and wealth, and wisdom and might, and honor and glory and blessing. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive glory and honor. The Gospel reading this evening is from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 5, continuation of the Beatitudes. Jesus said to his disciples, You are the salt of the earth, but if salt becomes tasteless, what can make it salty again? It is good for nothing and can only be thrown out to be trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hilltop cannot be hidden. And no one lights a lamp to put it under a tub. They put it on the lampstand where it shines for everyone in the house. And in the same way, your light must shine in the sight of men so that seeing your good works, they may give the praise to your Father in heaven. Now, yesterday, you will recall that we uh, paused for a moment and uh, reflected on the Beatitudes, those doorways that lead into the kingdom of God. 
Today, Jesus, we continue the Gospel of Matthew, and we continue with the Sermon on the Mount, as it's called. And today, Jesus talks about two things, about salt and about light. Salt and light. Now, in those days, it was very hot, as it is in many places nowadays, too. Very hot. And so there would have been blocks of salt in the town squares, and people would have... uh, taken salt and uh, taken some home and broken bits from the block and so on that they could just um, take the salt which they needed because of the heat. And of course, a lot of the salt would be broken and spread on the ground and so on. And that would become, well, people just trample underfoot the salt that was there. It's like when we go on to the farms nowadays. Uh, The cows, for example, are licking, they call it lek, if I'm not mistaken, on the farms where the cows lick salt blocks to make them thirsty so that they can drink more water and that sort of thing. So salt has a purpose, but it's not a purpose for itself. Salt is there to give taste to the food. We put a bit of salt in the food just to give it a little bit of taste. But we don't normally just take salt for the sake of salt. It's always there to give a little taste and to bring something nice to the taste. So salt is is an additive. It's something that you put with the food and so on. And Jesus is saying to the disciples, you must be like salt. This is part of the mission of the disciples that we have to be like salt in the world, giving a certain flavor to the world in which we live. Now, in the time of Jesus, there were a lot of groups of people. There were the Pharisees, the Essenes, and the Sadducees, and and so on. And these are all groups of people that that practiced the law. They were faithful Jews and so on, but some of them made too much out of the practice of the law. And when Matthew was writing, it was trying to give encouragement to those early Christians who were converted Jews living on the on the the shores of the Lake of Galilee, for example, tried to give them encouragement and taking from the life of Jesus incidents that would be helpful to them as they experienced a lot of persecution, a lot of disappointment. Many of them thought, well, you know, now that we are disciples of Jesus, we don't have to observe the law anymore, the the law of Moses, for example. Uh, We just have to follow Jesus and be filled with the Spirit and so on. And others said, no, 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 we've got to be faithful to the law as well and so forth. So Jesus is trying to give um, a perspective and a way of looking at life in the kingdom. And today he's taking two little examples from the lives of people. My goodness, that's what I love about the preaching of Jesus. He never talks up in the air about things. He talks He takes incidents and he takes things from life. He talks about this so that people really relate to what he was talking about. He takes the salt, therefore, and he says, now listen, you've become disciples. You are my disciples. Matthew is saying to his own uh, um, brothers and sisters who have become disciples of Jesus, he says, you have become members of the kingdom. You are part of God's family now. But remember, you're not here just to fulfill a law. You're not just here to, to please yourself, so to speak. No, Matthew is saying to um, his disciples, as what is Jesus is saying to his disciples, you must be salt in your community. You need to have an influence on your community. So the way you live must influence your community. The things you say and do must 
be like salt in your lives, giving a certain flavor, giving a certain, uh, just a certain way of seeing things and doing things. And Jesus is saying, be the salt of the earth. Give a flavor, a Christian flavor to your lives. Fulfill the law of the Old Testament, yes. But remember, I am, I've come not to destroy the law, but to fulfill the law. But what the way we need to live in the world is to live like salt in the world. That we have an effect on our families and on the people around us, on the world in which we live. So that people can say, wow, look at those Christians, the way they live. In the Acts of the Apostles, we see that uh, this is precisely what people said. Look at those Christians, the way they love one another. So that's what we are called upon to do, is to be salt in the world. And then he uses another example of light. You must be like a light shining in the darkness. Light isn't there just for itself, but it's there to enable us to see what is in front of us and to see the way we should be going and so on. So light, like salt, is there to be of service to our brothers and sisters. So you don't light a lamp and put it under a tub, but you put it on the lampstand where it shines for everybody in the house. You come into a room, you switch on the light so that you can see where you're going, what you're doing, and so on. And Jesus is saying is, you as my disciples, must be like salt in the world and you must shine like a bright light, giving a direction to people the way we should be living. What an incredible mission we have. So I want to pray today that you and I will truly become and be disciples of Jesus, giving a flavor to the world in which we live by the things we say and do, but also that we will be a light, enabling people to see where they're going and what they are doing. May you and I be both salt and light. You will give me the fullness of joy in your presence, O Lord. I will find happiness at your right hand forever. You will give me the fullness of joy in your presence, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. You will give me the fullness of joy in your presence, O Lord. Do great things for us, O Lord, for you are mighty, and holy is your name. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, 
world without end. Amen. Do great things for us, O Lord, for you are mighty and holy is your name. Now Christ is the shepherd of his flock. He loves and cares for his people, and so we turn to him in trust and say, Lord, we need your care. Christ our Lord, you are pastor of all the ages. Protect our bishops, Duncan and Booty, and all the pastors of your church. Be with those who are persecuted for their faith, and those cut off from the support of the church. Good Shepherd, in their pain and isolation, may they know your care. Bring healing to the sick and give nourishment to the hungry. We remember those who make our laws and those who apply them. Lord, give them wisdom and discernment. Gather the flock for which you laid down your life and bring home to their father's house all who have died in your peace. And Lord, help us to be a salt in our society by the way we live and work and to be a light to give direction to people, unworthy as we are. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Yours is the day, and yours the night, Lord God, that let the sun of justice shine so steadily in our hearts that we may come at length to that light where you dwell eternally. We make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit as God forever and ever. Amen. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always.
A lovely, lovely song to end our evening prayer. Dan Scutter and sing a new song to the Lord. A lovely, lovely song, which brings us to the end of our evening prayer. Well, we've got about four minutes left. Normally, we don't have that much time, but tonight we do have a little time. So may I please just remind you about our um, pilgrimage in September. Um, I'm a little worried that so few people are buying tickets for our pilgrimage. There are two things I want to say. First of all, if you'd like to come with me from the 2nd to the 11th of September to the canonization of Mother Teresa of Calcutta, then please do buy a ticket. If you want to come and secure your place, you can buy a ticket by going to fowlertours.co.za. That's right, fowlertours.co.za. Read all about the pilgrimage there. We're going to Rome and Assisi. And the more people we have, the cheaper the the, the pilgrimage will be. So if you want to know more about it, let me just tell you, Phone Gail, Gail Fowler, on this number, 076-352-3809, 076-352-3809. And just ask her all about the pilgrimage, so you'd like to buy a ticket, uh, book your ticket, and that sort of thing. But if you can't afford that, which will be about 35,000, rand, if you want to come on the pilgrimage with me, then why not take a ticket in the competition which we've started? And this is so, so very, very easy. All you need to do is, and let me say the prize is for two people, not just for one person, two people to come with, come with us on the pilgrimage, all expenses paid. And they're fantastic. A prize valued at about 80,000 rand. Mm. And to be there on this historic canonization of Mother Teresa of Calcutta, well, what more exciting thing can we talk about? So do come along and, and enter and support Radio Veritas and have a chance. There are only 2,000 tickets being sold, only 2,000. Tickets are 300 rand each, and all you need do is do what I'm going to tell you in just a moment. 300 rand a ticket, the prize 80,000 rand for two people. Two people, a total of 80,000 rand, all expenses paid. So all you need to do is take up your cell phone, tap in this number, 41809, 41809, and then type in the message, type in the word Rome, R-O-M-E, Rome. And that's really all you need to do, but it might help us just to put your name there. After that, so Rome and John or Mary or whatever the case might be. All right, 41809, type in the word Rome, followed by your name, and send that. There it is. That much will cost you one rand fifty. <laughs> That's the cost of an SMS, all right? One rand fifty. And then Lydia or somebody will get back to you with all the banking details. And then you simply deposit your 300 rand into those, into the bank account, and then you're in the draw. The draw will take place on the 1st of July in my morning show at about quarter past seven on the 1st of July, and uh, then you'll know who the winners are of the competition. But please do tell your friends about it. Um, as I said, I'm a little concerned that uh, the tickets are selling so slowly. So come on, it's not a lot of money. It's 300 rand, and I'm sure that many of you listening to me now uh, would be able to afford that. So if you don't even want to go on the pilgrimage, take a ticket. And if you win, give the ticket to somebody else. Lots of people would like to go and can't afford it. But do please help us at Radio Veritas. We need to sell 2,000 tickets, and that depends on you. So please do buy a ticket and do it now. 41809, 
type in the word Rome and your name and send that and you start the process. Well, that's where we have to leave it for this evening. Thank you very much for joining me, Father Emil. I wish you a wonderful, restful evening. And so from me, good night and God bless.